Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Ain't God good? Yes, he is. All the time, God is good, good, good. Yes, he is. <laughs> ah, we thank God this morning. Amen. Uh, we are a little delayed, but we are here. We are here. We are here. Amen. We praise God. This is True Life Ministries, power and glory morning intercession. Amen. And we won't delay with a lot of stuff. This morning, because we are already slightly delayed, so we welcome our very own precious, wonderful, beautiful, anointed Dr. Annette Arrington with Naomi's Word. Good morning, Dr. Arrington. Good morning, and I love you too, Elder Angelia. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Good morning and welcome to Naomi's Word. Welcome everyone that is in the audience today. As you know, we are here to bring you words of inspiration, encouragement, to motivate and to help guide you in all wisdom and all truth, understanding that God will provide in word and in deed. Uh, just to let you know, we had finished in our, um, in our ministry, True Life Ministry, the series of doing the Book of Ruth, all four chapters. And so in the coming days, we're going to be talking about the purpose of the thrashing floor according to what God has in store for us. I'm just excited about it right now. Uh, That's not the message for today, but it is coming. So understand, there's a thrashing floor for each and every one of us. With that said, I'm going to go ahead and get into my message. The intent and mission of of our sessions is to give us further understanding about how God operates and how he speaks to his people and relays to them his plan for their lives. Because he is the God of purpose, know that as he reveals his plan to us, he is also revealing himself. He is the God of his timing. It is in your now time that he reveals himself to you, the believer, to reveal the plans that he has for your life. He gives us a challenge to take what he has placed in our hearts and minds to use as the stepping stones to the predestined and preordained path that he has chosen for us. He then tells and reminds us in his word that we are to apply our faith and to believe that he has what he has said to us concerning his plans for our lives. That's too and for you and for me. It is in this process that we must continue to walk as we faith our way to his purpose for our lives. Never forget that life is a process towards our living. Once again, life, it is a process. After all, we know that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. His word says, when you hear my voice, harden not your heart. He is letting you know in advance to expect him to speak to you. In fact, God is speaking right now. Are you listening? As you prepare to hear today's message, as a reminder, don't forget to always and at all times put on your most offensive weapons of choice the whole armor of God. 
It is found in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Also consider these scriptures. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. That's found in Psalms 51, 10 through 13. Another scripture. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. That can be found in Proverbs 3, 5. Always study to show yourself approved. Speak and meditate on these and any other scriptures that come to heart and mind in your remembrance as often as you need to. Know and understand that we are not alone in our doings. As believers in the body of Christ, know that God is for us and with us. And we must be about our Father's business. Amen. With that said, we're going to go forward. Our title today is uh, uh, it's kind of a continuing title, uh, again, talking about God wants your focus back on him. The topic is the courage and confidence to become. This is part two. Romans 12, 2 says, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Again, our focus today, we're still talking about God wants your focus back on him. He always wants your focus. He should be your first focus, especially when you wake up each morning and open your eyes and, as old people said, you're in your right mind. He should be your focus. The topic for today is the courage and the confidence to become, part two. Question is, do you have the courage to create the life you deserve? Only you can answer that question. We're, we're spending a lot of time trying to be something, going somewhere, doing some things, but are we going about it the way God would have us to do? Are we in our own path or are we in someone else's path? Are we in our own lane or are we in somebody else's lane? Are we doing somebody else's thing, or are we doing the thing that God gave for us to do? This is the decision only you can make, and you can't do it without a relationship with Christ. What is in your hands, in your spirit, that you can use? With that in mind, many of us have a want and a need for a new vision, new mission, and even new focus concerning our lives. Understand, it may be new because God hasn't had a chance to show it to you yet. We are now about to witness with our own hearts, minds, and eyes days that we have never seen before, opportunities and challenges that we have never had or experienced. Know that only you must have the faith to unlock the door to the real you. Isn't it amazing how regardless of the events and experiences that have transpired during the seasons of your life, that life continues to go on with and without your permission or participation? Each day that we are here brings about new opportunities for the believer to understand just who he or she is in him. What you possess in him and because of your relationship with him, he desires that you allow him to manifest himself into and through you. The Holy Spirit is excited about you getting to know him through your relationship with Christ. Only you can do and be you. As a chosen vessel, you are unique whole and complete, only in him. Let's face it, you are the man in your mirror. Remember the scripture, Isaiah 43, 18 through 20 says, do not remember the former things or ponder the things of the past. 
Listen carefully. I am about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. You must know for yourself as you continue to press forward towards this something new that his word says that he is about to show you, give to you, manifest a new thing into your life. It's not really new, again, to the Holy Spirit. It's only new to your revealed memory. Remember, the need and the desire to change begins with a need to change. The Holy Spirit is the change agent of your reality, and again, he is waiting on you. Reminder that Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, There is a season, a time appointed for everything, and a time for every delight, an event, or purpose under heaven. God wants to show us the time that he show us the time that he has given to us to do his will, not our own. In the word of God, it is referred to as in the process of time. God is saying that we are to trust him every step of the way, knowing that he is and that he has walked this path before us, and he knows the way. It is God that has given to us a season to be processed, and it is only through his power and his might that you shall become. He is saying that the body of Christ, and this includes you and me, is to step out on the mustard seed of faith that you know and have in him. He supplied you with a measure of faith. It is up to you to birth you. God will give the real you the needed increase to cause you to grow. You must believe that he is and that he will always be here with and for us. You must believe for yourself that in him his promises are assured. Yes and amen. After all, he sent his only begotten son to live and die for us. By the faith in believing, by our faith in believing that he is, we may have everlasting life in him. As you study to show yourself approved and as God is making you aware of the fact that there is more to your life, to your living, than you have yet to see, yet to experience, yet to participate in, you must choose to pursue his faith for the plans that he has already established for you. Now is time to pursue the face of God concerning your life. It may require that you make a change. Are you willing to be obedient? He will give you his plan, but you must first choose him. You must choose to pursue his faith. He will show you you. I would like to share with you this article uh, that's entitled, What is God's Plans for Me? Uh, Subtitle, What Happens When You Just Don't Know Which Way God Wants You to Go? Excuse me. As a Christian, of course, you want to make decisions according to God's will. But what happens when you just don't know which way God wants you to go? Sooner or later in life, everybody has to make some decisions. Which college should I go to? Whom should I marry? Should I move here or there? The list goes on and on, and as the question grows bigger and more life-changing, shouldn't God's answers and plan for your lives be clear and clear as well? It can be difficult to hear God's voice and know which road to take. You pray to God and ask for help, but there are often no prophetic dreams or visions or strong feelings leading you one way or another. It can seem like God isn't answering you at all. Do everything before his face. Many Christians struggle with this because we almost expect a loud voice from heaven 
when we talk to God, complete with trumpets and a burst of sunlight. But God doesn't necessarily work that way or that work doesn't work that way. Often he works in whispers instead of shouts. And the way we practice listening is to go in faith and do everything before his face. It says in Colossians 3.23, remind you that, and whatever you do, do it heartily, and some do it to the glory of God, as to the Lord and not to men. This is a key point. It isn't always so important what we do, but why and how we do it. Are you doing it wholeheartedly because you want to please the Lord, or are there a few selfish reasons behind your decisions? It also says in Matthew 7, 7, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. God is more than willing to show us his will and plan for our lives. But he also wants us to show, he also wants to show that we want to know it and to follow it. He wants us to make an effort to seek his will. Then he has promised that we will find it. So if you are asking and seeking and knocking and doing everything as a Lord, as to the Lord, then you can rest assured that he will show you his will for your life. His will may not always be what you, we expect, and it can be revealed to us in unexpected ways. But if we are truly interested, we will find it. God's will, good, acceptable, and perfect. It says, to put simply, this is the entirety of God's will right here. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans 12, 2. Put it simply, this is the entirety of God's will right here, as well as his plan for our lives, that we be transformed by the renewing of our mind, that we prove what is God's will. That is, that is something we can do regardless of whether we decide to become a doctor, a teacher, move to another country, or stay at home. There are always opportunities to be transformed and renewed wherever you are. So how do you make your decision? Ask yourself, is it good? Is it acceptable? Is it perfect? If the answer seems to be yes, then do it. Prove what is God's will. Test it. He who seeks will find. The renewing of your mind. Whatever the outcome, when looking back, you may find that what you did was actually tainted with a bit of self-seeking, some demands on the on the others and so, on others and so on. This is not according to God's will, and yet you made your decision in faith and with a burning desire to serve God. That's why God can now show you how you could have done it better, where you should have given up your own will. Go back and fix things. Ask for forgiveness. Set things right. It is this that it is this that is God's will for us and His plan for our lives. That we that we are to learn humility. That we are to learn how to live as a disciple. The revelation comes in an unexpected way by showing you your mistakes. But because you are seeking to do God's will, you use it to be transformed. This is the renewing of your mind. A disciple is not one that knows everything and can do everything perfectly the first time. Understand that. A disciple is not one that knows everything and can do everything perfectly. The life of a disciple means following Jesus, the master, and learning from him. 
It means listening for God's voice every day and striving to be well-pleasing to him. In this way, we will daily find more and more of this. I should have done things better. God, give me strength and wisdom to humble myself and to do it better the next time. So, next time, I put to practice what God's voice told me, and I do it better. I am becoming more like my master day by day. That's what it means to be a disciple. No matter where we go, we will find opportunities to hear God's voice and to do his will. We will find our own life, our anger, our pride, our stubbornness, and self-seeking. And by putting these things to death, we are transformed more and more into Jesus' image. And in his way, we are doing God's will. Ultimately, this is God's perfect plan for both you and me, that we become free from the way that we are to be transformed into Jesus, our, into Jesus' own image. Isn't that the whole hopeful gospel? Are you really willing to allow God to redirect your life? You really can't go wrong at all. It takes courage to be who God called you to be, to be different, to act different, and to come and to make the difference. By choosing Christ and committing to walk, talk, and live your life as a Christian, it requires special courage. As Christians who desire to make a difference in the world, we are going to face unique challenges that are going to require a great deal of courage and confidence. Jesus said in John sixteen thirty three, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace. In the world, you have tribulation and distress and suffering. But be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished, my victory abiding. It takes enormous courage to be a Christian when most unregenerated people automatically despise you when you openly reveal that you are a person of faith in Jesus Christ. Something to think about. I want to make a difference in this world, and in wanting that requires courage to make that that decision. Example: Christians who will uh, Christians will not change the world by imitating it. To inspire others to know God and to commit to pleasing God and being a positive blessing to their fellow man, we are going to have to be different. Even though there are many areas in our living where special courage is needed, especially Christians, we need courage to stand up for Christ. We need courage to resist temptations. We need courage to face the challenges of life. We need courage to serve the Lord with our gifts and abilities. How do we get the courage that we need? It is by entering into a relationship with God in Christ Jesus. When we openly confess our faith in Jesus Christ, That is taking courage. It is this decision that strengthens our Christian beliefs and values. It is by constant dependence on God to empower all we do that gives us courage. Without God's power working in us and through us, we cannot accomplish all that God wants us to do. We should increasingly feel and express our dependence on our Lord, asking him to empower us to accomplish his purpose in and through our lives, as in in all that we do and in all that we face, and believe him to do it. We find ourselves living with a supernatural courage 
that only God can give us, and that's what he wants. May each of us learn to live with that courage. With May each of us learn to live with the courage God wants every one of his children to have. That's how we have to be as a believer. Also, as a believer, do you have the courage to create the life that you deserve. For changes in life, you must not, <clears throat> for changes in life, you, not me, must prepare your mind and strengthen your courage. Can you keep going when the going gets tough? If you decide to create powerful, passion-filled goals, will you, prob- you will probably need to make changes in yourself in order to achieve them. Do you have the courage to make those changes? I'm the first to admit I've lacked courage in the past. If you choose to step up your life path for the better, get ready for an adventure of a lifetime. Some of the tips that I'm going to read to you will also guide you to pursue the change your heart desires. If you desire for changes, if you desire for change in your life, these tips can prepare you uh, in your mind and your strength in order to do so. One, you must have you must have and take the courage to create the life you deserve. Are you ready to be the first one to admit again that you lack courage in the past and are willing to step it up? Consider the following guys also. Don't allow fear, especially fear of success, to consume you. Be prepared to go outside your comfort zone. Be ready for change. Believe in yourself and trust your capabilities. C.S. Lewis said we are what we believe we are. Courage is something that everybody wants, an attribute of good character that makes us worthy of respect, yet courage is not just physical bravery. There are different types of courage, ranging from physical strength and endurance to mental stamina and innovation. The following statements and quotes demonstrate several ways in which we define courage, which are most relevant to you. One is feeling fear yet choosing to act. A quote from Nelson Mandela said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Two, following your heart. Steve Jobs says, and most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. Then there's one called persevering in the face of adversity says, most of our obstacles would melt away if, instead of cowering before them, we should make up our minds to walk boldly through them. Four, standing up for what is right. Sometimes standing against evil is more important than defeating it. The greatest heroes stand because it is right to do so, not because they believe they will walk away with their lives. Such selfless courage is a victory in itself. And one more, expanding your horizons, letting go of the familiar. Man cannot discover new oceans unless he has the courage to lose sight of the shore. In previous messages, we spoke about the need for change. Change is not 360 degrees. 
360 degrees is just a circle. Change goes from 90 degrees to 180 degrees, allowing your back to see the past and your face to see the future possibilities. Godly and positive pursuit for change is imperative as a believer. It is essential in the process of allowing true change to take place within us. If it doesn't happen in us, you won't see it outside of us. We spoke about something new, of asking God to re-reveal to us the dreams and visions and plans for our lives. The question is, do you believe that you were sent here to this earth to make a difference? If so, that's why you're still here, for the opportunity to make a difference. You must reimagine your own possibilities. As it is understood, you must remember that the starting point for dealing with one's own issues in life after we have confessed our sins is to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, ask to be filled full of the Holy Spirit, and then strive to establish a true relationship with him. You must choose to walk as one with a heart of thanksgiving and with an attitude of gratitude. Now, today, it is time for you to decide who you will serve, God, man, or yourself. It is up to you to choose to decide what to do with the challenges and opportunities of God. It is time for you to choose to take courage. It has been said that when you willfully choose to accept change and correction in your life, you are also choosing to go, to grow, and to flow. In other words, to keep it moving. Understand, making no decisions is still making a decision. You are accountable for that choice. You must choose to change. I personally have chosen to change. Therefore, I have chosen to grow while yet becoming. I suggest that you choose wisely. As you go forward into your new day, remember that this is your time. Be grateful to God for the generous deposits that he has in and for your life. Pray often. Let gratitude and humility be your banner. Let thanksgiving be your words of praise. Know for yourself that Jesus is enough for you. Pursue opportunities to be an encouragement and an inspiration to others that are around you and in your presence. Also, don't forget to encourage yourself. Give great value to the people that God has placed in your life. He put them there to help you to become. As a believer in the body of Christ, you must know for yourself that Jesus is the answer and never the question. Thank you so much for joining us today here on Naomi's Word. Have a happy, thankful Thursday, everyone. Give someone a kind word, a hug, or a smile today. Do some random act of kindness just because you can and just because you know that Jesus loves and cares for you unconditionally. He dumped the garbage of our sins into the sea of forgetfulness and replaced it with his gift of love, joy, and peace through the Holy Spirit. Walk in it. Because of the sacrifice that he made for you and for me, God, he is the greatest gift giver of all. I know that Jesus is enough for you and for me. Won't he do it? Know that you are awesome. Jesus loves you, and so do I. You have an awesome day and an awesome week in him. In Jesus' name. Amen. Dr. Erickson, if you have a few minutes, could you also do a prayer with us? Yes, and amen. How about that? 
Hallelujah, hallelujah, God, hallelujah, God, hallelujah, God, hallelujah, God. I I say that because I I am so grateful um, for each Thursday that he he allows me to rise up in the first place and on time, and that he always is inspiring to my spirit to have a word to share with others. And for that, that is what I call pursuing the face of God and allowing God to take you where only he can take you and do with you only what he can do with you, to do through you, only what he can do through you. And in the arena of becoming who you are, as you trust in God and all that you say and do, he will show you just how awesome you are in him. So as I pray today, I lift up each and every one that is in the sound of my voice and asking that they continue on a daily basis to pursue the face of God in and through all things. Pursue his face, pursue his voice, pursue his heart, because people, that's all we have. I thank you. I thank him the fact that the courage that we have and that we step out on is not ours, but it is his. He desires that we be the Christ here on earth, that we be his representatives. So in your pursuing to understand who you are, Know that you are the Christ here on this earth if you allow him to use you as such, if you allow him to use your hands, if you allow him to use your voice, if you allow him to use your feet to take you places where you would not otherwise go in order to be who you are for him. Christ is so great. He is so good because he unselfishly hung on the cross just for you and for me. I don't know how many of us would do that for anyone, but he did it for us. As we said, God gave his only son, and all he is asking us is to give of ourselves, to commit ourselves, to lay ourselves down, to allow ourselves to be in, in humility, to be instruments for him to use. And so I just pray that each and every one that is on this line, that each time you are able to breathe, each time you're able to open your eyes, each time you're able to sit up, each time you're able to do anything with this body that he gave you, Understand that inside is the spirit of God that was made in the image of him. And that spirit is trusting you to do what God has directed you to do. He's called you to go places where God has sent you, to do things that God has told you to do, to be who God has wanted you to be. It's never been about us people. It's always been about being more Christ-like. So therefore, the spirit of God that is in you is waiting on you, the creature, to be obedient to the words of God. As the word says, the trees of the field will clap their hands because they're waiting for man. They're waiting for us, creatures, Father that have that which is like God in us to become who God has called us to be. So I ask each and every one of you that you step out on faith today, each and every day, to become more Christ-like, to become more like the Creator, to become more trusting in the things that he has given to you. He has placed the Holy Spirit in your heart because you chose him, and now he desires to be able to use you as you've never been used before. Don't look at who you were yesterday. Look forward to who you are to become in the name of Jesus. God, I ask that you bless each and every one that's on this line. Give them the strength, the courage, the power, and the might to be you today, not only to everyone else, but also when they look in the mirror, that they're able to see glimpses of you while they are becoming. Help them to do that which they otherwise would not be able to do. Let them look at this day as a great day, Father God, and let them not look at the issues 
and the problems and things that are going on, but be able to see you, Father God, so that they can have a good day. Lord, if they call it a good day and they strive to make it that way, it'll be an awesome day for them. I ask that you bless their families, bless their children and loved ones, Father God, protect and keep them in all their ways, Father God, as they go out today, stepping out on faith. You gave us a mustard seed that grows, Father God. Your word said, Paul, planted Apollos water, but only you give the increase, Father God. Let us trust you for the increase. And as we commit ourselves to you each and every day, learning to trust you even more and more, learning to depend and rely on you even more and more, Father God, continue to encourage our hearts in the name of Jesus. Allow each and every one to get to where they're going, to do what it is that they need to do for the day and return home, that they may be able to, Father God, find moments of of pleasure, just sitting around thinking and meditating on you, pursuing your faith. So we trust you today that you will take us places where we have never been before. Give us the courage to do things we've never done before. Give us the understanding through your word that it's all about you, reminding us that you will never leave us nor forsake us, reminding us, Father God, that you are all that we need in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Thank you for the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of promise. Thank you for his encouragement and his love and his faithfulness to us as believers. And as we go forward in this day, again, pursuing your face, I pray that each and every one on this line, Father God, have an awesome day, a day like they've never had before. And we will always give you the courage. We will always give you the glory in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Dr. Erickson, definitely um, thank God for you this morning for the word. We thank God even for uh, that prayer. Um, really, it, it it's a blessing. Um, uh, this this morning, you know, there's a lot of things that are that are on on my mind uh, this morning, amen. Um, I tell you, there's a lot that's on my mind. I, it, one of the things, of, of course, God always first and foremost being God Himself, uh, who is awesome, who is wonderful, who is loving, who is caring, who is forgiving, who is just God is absolutely amazing. And um, I, I guess I'm, I'm 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 laughing this morning, and I'm gonna dialogue with you a little bit. Um, we, we we could do that this morning. I believe we can just a little bit. Um, in in this particular uh, season, there um, there are a lot of uh, a, a lot of attacks on the saints. There are a lot of things that are are uh, subtle attacks, uh, some that are just blatantly open. Uh, but there there are just a lot of things bombarding the things, a lot of things. All of it is created. Uh, if you think about an army tank uh, that created to to have a lot of force to be able to get through anything. Now, they can cross trenches, if they got enough speed, they go straight across it like it's not even there. Um, if it's, if it's, because uh, I, I watched a video of, of, a, of a tank crossing a trench. If it's going slow, it may have to go down in the trench a little bit, but inevitably 
it pushes the dirt, literally kind of plows it up out of the ground and out of the way and keeps right on going. Now, we have to look at sometimes we are that tank. And we are that take this got this speed and we got this momentum and we just take right off. But it matters how much gas is in the tank. Uh, it matters the condition of 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 the tank as it's going. Now, as long as it's got ability, it's gonna keep moving no matter what. There's nothing that can stop a tank short of one particular thing. But the thing about it is when the enemy tries to plant that bomb or when the enemy tries, then we trust that God is there. If we look at it in a spiritual way, we trust that God is there to diffuse it. We trust that God is there to cause it to not even blow. Uh, He could do that. Uh, God is awesome like that. But the thing about it is that as we are those tanks, if we close our eyes and we envision ourselves as those tanks, you know, they are fearless. No matter how fearful the people inside are, the tank is never fear, fearful. It's going to go wh- whichever direction you, you, you have it to go. It's just it's going to go. Who controls what direction we go? God does. God does. So no matter, and I'm, 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 I'm kind of I, I, a part of Dr. Erickson's message popped in my head this morning, uh, or just then rather, about about fear and and we 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 have so much fear in us sometimes fear of the unknown mostly um and so we have to be we have to be we have to be very very careful um because the mission is what the mission is um and it's going to do what it's supposed to do. It's going to do what it is that God sent it out to do. Um, no matter how many obstacles try to get in the way, tank, um, roll right over, keep going right straight through. Why? Because it was commanded to. You don't have a, it doesn't have a choice but to do what it was sent there to do, what it's being maneuvered to do, what it's being powered to do. It, it it has to do it. Uh, um, it. It may get clogged up sometime with with the dirt that's around it, but it still has to keep doing what it is that it's empowered to do. Um, you know, they wash tanks. You know, um, to get the dirt off, and so God has to do that sometimes with us. He's got to um, get on. We kind of just stop and we take some time with that tank to get the dirt off it. Um, because when you're, wee, when you're, when you're in a certain uh, battleground, sometimes dirt just gets on you. And so it takes the Lord to get that, to get that off, you know? And so we just have to allow him, him to do that. Um, we realize and we know when that tank needs to be cleaned, when that tank needs to be serviced, when that tank needs because it it needs it needs what it needs in order for it to continue to to stay in that battle or to be used in that battle. It needs to be serviced and the tank needs to be cleaned off. Um, debris, if you will. Um to keep it in in good shape so that it is able to be used. So I encourage you this morning, even as I encourage myself, 
you know, don't think that because that there has been a moment for you to stop and be serviced for you to stop and be cleaned off um, that you're not going to do what it is that you were put in the battle to do. Um, just be strong in the Lord. Amen. Look at that tank. Yeah, that's a mighty, mighty thing. Anything gets in its way, it rolls right over it. So just imagine, you know, stay in the fight. Don't be fearful. You know, trust God. Even if fear does come in some kind of way, inside those soldiers, if you view the natural, that are inside that tank maneuvering, even if there is fear, that tank is going to do what it is that it was sent to do. It's going to do it. It's going to clear a path. It's going to do it. There's nothing. There's nothing. And with God protecting, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing that the enemy can do to stop the tank. God protects and God defends. My God and glory. That's something um, for that that revelation. So I definitely encourage you this morning. Encourage you this morning. Don't give up the fight. It may look like you're losing the battle, but guarantee God's going to win the war when he has decreed and declared that, that, um, and I'm looking for the right words to be able to say. When he has decreed and he has declared that um, a system must change, when he has decreed and declared that, uh, well, we know how we, we look at things before we go to war, and there are reasons why um, things begin, and there are reasons why uh, we go into countries, and there are reasons why we we are there. And so for all those same reasons that we as a natural country can go over or do go over into countries to assist, then know that it is the same in the spirit, um, that God has reasons why um, he wants things to be different. He wants what he wants. He has he has his reasons why. You know, he has surely heard the afflictions of his people, and he has heard their cry. So wherever you may be, just know somebody somewhere cried out to God. And even if you're in the battle, somebody somewhere cried out to God. So don't give up. Each and every one of us are God's solution to something somewhere, and we don't understand it may not even want to do it, like Jonah, for instance. My grandson, I came home from work, and he brought me. I, strangely, actually, it was, it was on, the, on the side of the couch, but he picked it up. I saw it. I just acted like I didn't see it. And I kept on moving around. Like I, like I went in the kitchen and came back in the living room, and I act like I didn't see the book there. I saw the book. You can't miss it. it it's blue, pretty beautiful blue, the big whale on the cover. 
act like I didn't see it. Why? Because I saw the 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 the, the spiritualness in it. I saw I saw it, it, it because I got a message. I got something when I saw that book there. I saw and I just acted like I didn't see it. And the more I acted like I didn't see it, you know, I I, I don't know. I just kept moving in the opposite direction of where the book was. Let me say that. And I sat down on the couch on the other end from where the book was. My grandson went and picked up the book from the other end where he had put it and said, look, Grandma, look, you you, you see, you see, you see, you see, he's big, he's big, he's big, and he, he ate him, and I was like, Okay, I said, okay. Do you know the story? And I asked him if he knew the story. He he gives me the book and said, uh, he said something, and then he just ran off. And so I'm holding this book in my hand. I just kind of started laughing, you know. And I just said, oh, okay, all right, <laughs> all right, okay. And I put the book down. He comes back, picks the book up puts the book back in my lap. Now, the book is Jonah, and on it's beautiful blue because it's underwater. And then there is the whale that's on the cover, and you see Jonah. He's really, really small in the ocean. And I just said to myself, I, 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 I hear you, God. I know. Amen. I hear you, God. I know. Amen. And then I put the book down. Again, because you got to know, both times he hands me the book, he runs away. And so I put the book down. But it wasn't until I acknowledged that I hear you, God, that he didn't come back. He went in the back, started playing, and he never came back. So God will, will use people. He will use memories, even places, things, um, the wind, whatever it is that he wants to use to cause you to realize a thing, to understand a thing, even to accept a thing, um, he'll do that. And you just have to, we just have to keep our eyes open, keep our ears open. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I'm trying, I have tried a little bit to 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 ask God to tone down some of of this openness I got going on, but um, I, I I just have to just just listen to Him and just follow Him. Um, we do, in spite of what we think, in spite of how we feel, because these emotions that we got, these emotions that we got, will cause us to do a Jonah about faith. And let me just go somewhere else. Or, or I just go sit under this tree and and and, and do absolutely nothing at all. Or you, you know, we put it this way: it's, we go the opposite direction of what God wants, and we know He wants it because He said it. He's made it plain. There there are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. We are certain of what God said and what God wants, but because we. I have emotions and free will. We just decide. I see it. Yeah, I understand it. But no, uh, 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 uh. Where is the nearest boat to go somewhere else? 
um, and 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 we we he's not gonna let us if he is determined of a thing and he's determined of who in regard to a thing. It doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter what we say. It doesn't matter how we feel. He's going to bring you back, just like Jonah. If it had to be by way of fish, just pick him on up, carry him over to his destination since he can't get there by himself. Get on over here. Spit him out right there. Now go do what I told you to do. Why? Because you are the one that is anointed. You are the one that I spoke to. Therefore, you must be the one to do it because I said so. And that's just the bottom line, like parents get, because I said so. I said all that, you know, I guess I'm I'm, I'm believing. Somebody else needs to hear that, too. I don't know why you needed to hear it. Um, but um, other than that's just God's will. It's his will for us to do his will in spite of how we feel and our opinions about things. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for being the God that you are. You are an awesome God. You are an awesome wonder, oh Lord Jesus. And we, as a people, we, oh God, as your servants, we may never understand your plan and how you do things and why you do things and why you allow things, God. We may never understand. We may never understand. All of it, the full scope of it, the great picture, the big picture, oh, God. But I thank you that you are God. You are sovereign. And, oh, God, you are Lord. We thank you, oh, God, for ordering our footsteps, oh, Lord Jesus, for getting us to our destination. Why? God, hallelujah, because there's a reason, there is purpose behind every step we take. There is reason and there is purpose, oh, God, behind everything that happens, oh, God. There's reason and there is purpose, oh, God, for everything that we see, oh, God. There is reason and there is purpose, oh, God, for every bit of word of knowledge that we receive. There is reason and there is purpose, oh, God, for the very breath in our body. And, oh, God, we thank you now that you protect our lives, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, God, I don't even want to forget last night. Hallelujah. I almost forgot. I thank you, God. Hallelujah, Jesus, that you can bring us within a half an inch. Hallelujah of calamity. Hey, but if you say no, then it's no. God, I thank you even for dispatching your angels, oh God, for protecting me. God, I thank you for being my God. And no matter how much the enemy tries, he is defeated because you, oh God, are girding you, oh God, are empowering you, oh God, are surrounding your people. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have written that I am one of your people, and oh God, there are others, oh God, and it is written that they are your people, and you, oh God, are faithful to your word, and there's nothing that the enemy can do. They cut nothing that the enemy can do, every plot, nothing that the enemy can do every scheme, nothing that the enemy can do, oh God, you preserve life, you preserve health and strength, oh God, you grant favor, hallelujah, you grant opportunity, God, you open doors that no man can shut, oh God, and I thank you now that you, oh God, can shut doors that no man can open, shut the door on the enemy now, God, in the name of Jesus, as they turn to the left, Shut it, God, as it turned to the right. Shut it, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 
Jesus about faith. Shut it, God. Every door that surrounds the enemy, shut it. Shut, begin to shut them now. In the name of Jesus, that when it is done, they are boxed, God. There's nothing there for it. Come on, there's nowhere to go. Come on, yeah, there's There's nothing to see. God, in the name of Jesus, thank you, oh God, for being God over our lives, oh Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Jesus, for the enemy, for the enemy, for the enemy. Hallelujah, rose about this earth seeking whom it made them power, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus, trying to destroy. Hallelujah, for he only comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy, oh God. He only comes to try to push us off of the path that you, oh God, would desire for us to take. He only comes, oh God, to deceive. Hallelujah, he is the father of lies according to your word, oh God. In the name of Jesus, he is, oh God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. That which is called the beast, and there is a place for the beast. Just as it is written, oh God, hallelujah, that he will be locked, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Until a time you open the great abyss, hallelujah, you allow for it to be opened, oh God, and then there is a lake of fire. God, we thank you that there is a place and a time, hallelujah, even a purpose for the enemy. Hallelujah, even a time for the enemy's very destruction. And so we thank you, God, hallelujah, Jesus, that even in our own lives, every last one, God, all of your servants, oh God, we thank you for that time, oh God, even in our lives, oh Lord Jesus, where you destroy, hallelujah, every minion that you destroy, God, every demon that you destroy, God, everything that the enemy sends, God, hallelujah, every principality and power, hallelujah, that you destroy every ruler of darkness. Hallelujah. Hey, God, that you destroy wickedness in high places, oh God, that you begin to tear it down, God. Hallelujah. We thank you even that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. So we thank you, oh God, hallelujah, that you're lining it all up, God. Hallelujah, Jesus, that you're lining it up, God. Hey, God, glory be to your name that you're lining it up, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. The enemy can't do anything except God allow. Hallelujah. And we thank you, oh God, that you don't allow things to happen to your children, that you don't allow things, hallelujah, to happen contrary to the promise that you made. We thank God that you don't allow, hallelujah, the enemy to win. We thank you, oh God, that you never allow the enemy to prevail. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you, oh God, that you move and that you move, oh God, mightily. God, we thank you that you move, oh God, and that you move expeditiously. That that which the enemy does, oh God, 
will not affect those, oh God, hallelujah, that will not contaminate those, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I even speak to the spirit, oh God, my spirit, and everybody under the sound of my voice. I even speak into the atmosphere, oh God, that every spirit that's become contaminated by anything of the enemy. God, I thank you that you begin to uproot it all now in the name of Jesus, that even where they may not recognize, God, I thank you that you open their spiritual eyes, oh God. Hallelujah. Even their ears, that they can hear you when you speak, and that you uproot every last bit of it out of the spirit. I thank you, oh God, that you begin to wipe off every bit of contamination of the enemy, that everything that he's tried to attach to their spirit, oh God, hallelujah, that you begin to remove it, oh God, because your people, oh God, hallelujah, will not curse you, oh God, no matter how much the enemy tries to push, no matter how much the enemy tries to disturb, no matter how much the enemy tries to cause loss, no matter how much the enemy tries to cause death, I thank you, God, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, that your people stand firm in you, hallelujah, that they never give up, oh God, hallelujah, I pray right now, oh Lord Jesus, that they keep their hand, hallelujah, in your hand, oh God, that they keep connection with you, God, in the name of Jesus, that they never lose focus, oh God, in spite of what else they may seek, I thank you that you are the light, oh God, and despite whatever they may seek, God, even the darkness itself, that they never lose sight of the light. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing them, hallelujah, each and every one of us, God, to never lose hope because we see the light, hallelujah, and it's guiding us, oh God. Sometimes we've got to push things out of our way. Sometimes, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus, we got to ask you for another dose of your spirit. So I thank you that you would do it, God, and see everything in the spirit, God, that's found its way in. I thank you that you would take them out, dig it out, God, remove it from them, oh Lord Jesus, that they be what it is that you created, oh God, that they have a new zeal like never before. God, the Bible is not just Bible stories, God. Hallelujah, but they are great instructions. So I thank you, God, hallelujah, that you continue to empower and protect your servants, God. Hallelujah, don't let them give up. Hallelujah, don't let them quit, God. Hallelujah, Jesus, don't let them lose focus. Hallelujah, because that is what the enemy desires. Hallelujah, Jesus, even now in this season like never before, the enemy, oh God, is trying to increase himself. He's trying, oh God, to increase his strength, but I thank you, God, that because he has an end, I thank you, oh Lord Jesus, hallelujah, that your servants be able to progress and maneuver, oh God. Hallelujah, even run with speed and agility. Hallelujah, Jesus, that even the enemy himself. Hallelujah, God. Hey, glory be to God, even the enemy himself. Oh, God. Hey, hallelujah, Jesus. Help us, God. Help us, God, to keep being what you need us to be. Help us, God. 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 Give us the strength that we need, oh, God, to complete the assignments, oh, God. Give us the strength that we need, oh, God, for those, oh, God, who haven't even begun. 
Give them the strength that they need, oh, God, to begin the assignment, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that you would even send troops in, oh, God. Hallelujah, because they don't fight alone. Remind your servants that they never fight alone, oh, God. I thank you even for allies, God, in the name of Jesus, that you set them in place, oh, God. Hallelujah. Because, oh, Lord God, hallelujah, your servants are never alone because you are always there. But I thank you that you would make divine connections, oh God, that there will be allies in this thing called the gospel, oh Lord Jesus, and they will be aid, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus, and hallelujah, not only protecting from the enemy, oh God, but helping to remove, oh God, the barbed wire that the service may be caught up in, oh God, that may be tangled with the birds, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus, the dirt that's gotten on them, oh God, I thank you right now for the allies that surround, oh God, hallelujah, Lord Jesus, the warriors that surround, oh God. Hallelujah, let me help you. Hallelujah, let me help you. Let me help you get untangled. Let me help you get some of this off of you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you for encouragement, 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 God. Hallelujah for each and every one of your servants. Thank you for encouragement, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. And I thank you, O oh God, that even as we keep, hallelujah, the weapons, hallelujah, in hand, even as we keep forward, hallelujah, pressing in this thing, hallelujah, called the battle, I thank you that it's already won, oh God. You just need us to move, hallelujah, because we are what they can see. Hallelujah, you just need us to move, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hey, we stop and we rest. Hallelujah, but we stay in the press. Glory be to God. Oh, yeah, we keep up, but we keep moving, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, we are not weary and well-doing. Hey, just a little bit tired. I thank you for the rejuvenation in the name of Jesus of every one of your saints. Oh, God, I thank you for replenishing. Oh, God, hallelujah. Yeah, even granting hallelujah. Hallelujah. The water for their thirst, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for our leader. Our Pastor Gregory Hughes, God, I lift him up before you. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Hey, before I lift him, God, I pray for those who have infirmities. God, everyone that was named, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Everyone that was called out by somebody who loves them. Everyone that was called out, God, by somebody that cares. Every name, oh, God, every person, oh, God, who came up in somebody's spirit and they weren't vocal, oh, God. Everybody somewhere, oh, God, hallelujah, that may not even and know the word of prayer. God, I lift them up right now in the name of Jesus before you. Lungs, oh God, I thank you that you touch them now and they be able to breathe freely, oh God. Hallelujah, the body, oh God, that may be infected with the flu or a virus. God, I thank you right now that you would touch the body in the name of Jesus and you will begin to remove everything not like you. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, every bit of cancer, God, I thank you that you burn it, hallelujah, and you kill it at the root with 
fire, hallelujah, that consuming touch, God, hallelujah, and consuming now in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, God, even those, oh God, hallelujah, who may be depressed and living in a cloud of sadness, God, I thank you that you would touch them, oh God, in the name of Jesus and where the enemy would desire for cloud and sadness to consume them. I thank you that you are the light. I thank you that you are the sun. Hallelujah, oh God, hallelujah, Jesus. Be there with them and illuminate their life, God. In the name of Jesus, they may not know what to do and how to do it, but I thank you that you illuminate their life, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. And even in doing so, it illuminates the path that they must take. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, even what they must do, oh God, hallelujah, that they not deal, hallelujah, with the things that come with it. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, 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 I speak now to everyone, oh God, hallelujah, because that woman of God fell in my spirit, oh God, who took her life. So God, I thank you now, oh Lord Jesus, hallelujah, that you would touch each and every one of your children, oh God, but not only just your children, God, I thank you, oh God, that you would even touch and surround and hold your servants, oh God, those who preach the gospel. God, don't let them give up, oh Lord Jesus, on life itself. Hallelujah, Jesus, where the enemy may speak into their hearing and tell them that there is no hope, where the enemy may speak into their hearing, oh God, and tell them, oh God, that there's nothing left for them, that there is no purpose for their life. Wherever, oh God, hallelujah, the enemy is speaking into their hearing to cause them to want to give up, oh God, on living. God, I'm not talking about just doing stuff in life. God, I'm talking about breathing. God, I thank you right now that you would empower them, oh God. Hallelujah, that you would dispatch your angels to war and fight on their behalf. God, Michael still exists. So I thank you, oh Lord Jesus, that you would allow Michael and every warrior angel, oh God, that backs him up to fight, oh God, everything that speaks to them, that fights, oh, that fight, oh God, everything right now in the name of Jesus that's trying to come against them, oh God. In the name of Jesus, preserve their life. From fear of the enemy. Glory be to God. I believe, oh Lord Jesus, that's in Psalm 64. God preserve their life, oh God, from fear of the enemy. Preserve, oh God, their life from fear of the enemy, God. Hallelujah, all of your servants, oh God, even our spiritual life. Preserve our life from fear of the enemy, oh God. Hide us from the secret counsel of the wicked. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, because the enemy is somewhere, hallelujah, when one thing doesn't work, the enemy is somewhere devising even more. So, oh, God, I thank you right now that you are there. Uh, you are your Lord, and you're in all places, oh, God. You see everything. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are the all-seeing. You are the all-knowing. You are the all-wise, God. Nothing is hidden from you, Lord Jesus. Now I lift up our pastor, oh, God, before you. I thank you for him, God. I thank you that you would continue to protect, oh God, that you would continue to wrap your loving arms around him, oh Lord Jesus. I thank you even that you've got angels dispatched about him, oh God, to carry him, making sure he gets to and fro, oh God. I thank you even that you've got angels, oh God, standing around about his house, swords drawn in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Wherever he may be, swords drawn in the name of Jesus, that they already got the battle won. Glory be to 
of God, and he can press forward, oh God, I thank you, that he keeps his ear, hallelujah, tuned to you, oh God, I thank you now, in the name of Jesus, oh God, hallelujah, even as you speak today, yeah, God, hallelujah, and tomorrow, hallelujah, and the next two days to come, Oh, God, I thank you that you revealed, oh, God. Hallelujah, that which needs to be revealed. I thank you, oh, God, for the word of knowledge, oh, God, that you're giving the rhema, oh, God, that comes straight from you. I thank you, God, in the name of Jesus, that you empower and enable him to do this thing, oh, God. Hallelujah. Don't let him become weary in this thing, oh, God, as we all servants sometimes do. Hallelujah, even when he is in weariness, oh God, I thank you that you are his strength. Hallelujah, and everything that he needs, you give it to him, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus, everything that he needs, you give it to him, God. Hallelujah, God, you've got him surrounded at all times. You're in his house at all times. You're at his workplace at all times. You're in his car at all times, God. You ride with him wherever he may go. And so I thank you now for that divine protection, oh God. I thank you now for that divine defense, oh God. And I thank you that his ears be unstopped, oh God. Hallelujah. And every bit of his heart, oh God, is clear and he can hear and receive. Hallelujah, Jesus. And that you guide his footsteps, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Even teaching his hands to war and his fingers to fight, oh God. Spiritually, hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Go forth because this day is dominating. Hallelujah. But don't forget to encourage someone else to do the same in Jesus' name. And I say it again, thank you, God, for your divine protection. Hallelujah for you, O oh God, are worthy to receive glory and honor and power. And so we keep you lifted this day. We keep you observed this day. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.